Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. It's hard to breastfeed and podcast people. Okay, that's what I want to say. Okay. It's, just, it's a hard thing to do. And Liz. You know those popsicle molds? She put that in her breast milk, but I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. She, she used an ice, ice, ice roller on her face. And I'm like, I want to do that so bad. You, you would do the breast milk ice roller thing? 100%. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Hello. I was looking for my phone. It's all the way over there. <laughs> and I'm and I'm connected. Um, sorry, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Hope you are having a absolutely fabulous Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Spring has sprung. Well, I mean, maybe it feels maybe like not, it. But in it's Missouri. just it's the thing about January and February is they're rough. Yeah. And the thing about March is you have days and you have good days and bad days. Yeah, but you are trending up for sure towards that spring and Mm -hmm. i think that's why february does actually such a service for us of being a Mm -hmm. short month Mm -hmm. and for that reason i do love february um because that was really a cool thing to do um but yeah march i feel like we're it might as well be april and it might as well be may i mean and now it's the summertime so like i'm next thing you know it's fall (laughs) i'm a happy girl no i'm really looking forward to all things spring and summer i think like I mean, not to complain about my house, but like I have a smaller house and winter with two toddlers has been rough. And like, we're just such outdoor people. You know, I'm all Mm -hmm. about that, like thousand hours outside, which I don't track or we probably don't get that close to it. But we try to make a conscious effort to get outside as much as possible. And as you're going into these warmer months, one thing that has really helped my family get more outside time is in the summer, we try to eat all of our meals outside. Yeah. Like I'm talking like if I'm home with the kids. We eat breakfast outside. We eat lunch oh, outside. Like, sometimes, bre- sometimes they wake up a little early. More yeah. like, let's say a midday snack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we try to eat as much as possible outside. You would not believe how clean my kitchen stays. Yeah, that's true. And it's like something to do outside. Outside furniture, too. If it gets messy, just hose it down. And just wait for it to rain. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, or have an animal clean it off. I don't know. <laughs> I love I love the nicer weather. I love being outside. I love going on walks. Um, if you're ever sad, if you're ever depressed... Just go on a walk. I know. I want to go on a walk after this. I'm so down. I love walking. I'm. I need to do it more. I just need to get into some more ritual. I. I. I'm looking forward to. I'm like six weeks. Six. I go to the doctor literally today. Mm-hmm. Um, to be cleared to like do all you know six weeks to be do mm-hmm. all the things. Um. So I'm looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited to. Like, I can't just believe it's been six weeks. I feel like it's been six months. I can't it's so weird with Fred I just feel like it's like he feels so much older to me I think oh he's getting he looks like he's about to be pissed yeah I would be too I'm kind of I'm kind of being like no (laughs) okay (laughs) sorry Fred demanded it was time for him to have a taste drive and so and he says it's like really good (laughs) 10 out of 10 okay I'll take your word for it, Fred. Um, oh, anyway, I don't know what you're talking about. Nice weather. You're for it. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so let's just get right into the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so it can be less less slang. Oh, I didn't. I think people like when we say it at the same time. So let's do it over I, time. I think you like it when we say it at the same no, time. No, because I hear it back and it, it, it pleases my ears. So let's do it over time. Well, welcome. <laughs> what is the word? Now it's, it's time for the, the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so it can be less lame. <laughs> Yours had like such a twang to it. Last night, Liz, it's called like it's voice acting. You're being so annoying to me today, honestly. I am? Yeah. So like most time we listen back and like I'm the annoying one. Today, 
refreshing because it's you. <laughs> we'll see how this all plays back. We'll see. Okay. Anyway, the millennial word of the day, where, where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less <laughs> is valid. Valid? Valid. Yeah, it's like valid, like so true. It's the new so true bestie. We'll need to make sure to say valid next. Um, Yeah, pretty much. Valid. Valid. That's really it. I kind of like it. I like it too. Just like, like, agree. Like in a professional setting, I would have been like, oh yes, valid point. But now you're just like, oh, valid. Yeah. Totally valid. Totally valid. Um, valid. <laughs> okay, I'm like starting to hate it the more you say it. <laughs> Oh, okay. So now I think it's time to go on to our driveway. We have kind of, I'm sorry. We have a jam-packed episode. It's hard to breastfeed in podcast people. Okay. That's what I want to say. Okay. It's just, it's a hard thing to do. Kel, I can't, I can't imagine. You've got a lot going on and you're also trying to bring quality content. I know. And I also haven't decided when Fred's going to start daycare. Mm. And luckily, like, I mean, I'm so blessed to like have the flexibility, but I just like don't know when to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel ready, so I think I'm probably not ready. Okay, yeah. I Hattie wouldn't do it until you're ready. Yeah. You're, you're well, fine. George went back at 12. George went, but granted, with George and Hattie, I didn't really have a choice because I had a job. Um, but George went at 12 mm, and Hattie went at 10. Yeah. So now it's like kind of weird because now you can pick and it's like, yeah. well, what's right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and now since I can like literally totally pick, it's like, am I a bad mom if I like don't send do them? It, do it earlier versus yeah, later. Yeah, do it yeah. earlier. Or it's, or it's like, <laughs> should I take six months? It's like no, I, yeah. I couldn't do that. But like all the other countries in the world do. Like yeah, America is literally so messed up. Yeah, with how they for give so many reasons. No maternity leave. Yeah, so messed up. Anyway, um, so let's do my driveway dump. Okay, I texted to you, and I don't have my oh, phone. Oh, okay. So well, can you I'll tell you what? You tell said. me the points, and then I'm just gonna go into them. Okay. Because so. I've had a lot on my mind actually lately. And you want to know why I've had a lot on my mind? Why? Because I started. You know, skinny confidential. Yeah, she always talks about meditating, and I always like roll my eyes because that's like I don't meditate. Like, yeah, I don't have the headspace. But then one, th- I was listening to an episode, and something she said was like, "Don't think of it as meditating. Just like think about it like planning out your day or your business and, or your life, and just sit in silence." Mm. So I think I've talked about this maybe before on the podcast, but now I try to be really mindful of it's like if I have a thirty, if my first drive of the day, I don't listen to anything. I will oftentimes go on drives, go on off so many walks, never listen to anything. I'm super comfortable in silence. I need to get better because I think I'm such a podcast person that Mm -hmm. I'm always like, let me learn, let me learn mental stimulation. And I just sat on and I've been sitting in silence on my drives lately and the way my mind runs. Well, I'll tell you what Kelly learned from her meditation. She had three points, which is cold showers, closet purge and resetting your house for spring. So why don't you expand on those topics? And those were, let me, let me be clear. Those are the ones I filtered. I, my mind went to some strange places outside of this. Okay. Okay. Cold shower back to the skinny confidential. Sorry. I've been listening to a lot of her podcasts. Um, They're always talking about a cold plunge. And then I'm like, researching. I'm like, what is this cold plunge all about? And then I'm like, shut up to you people. I'm not getting a cold plunge. But then they're like, no excuses. Do it in your shower. And I'm like, no, I'm still not doing that. But then I did this. Okay. I feel like I met him halfway. Okay. At the end of my shower. Yeah. I make it less hot. Yeah. And I'm slowly (laughs) going to get. No. And now now I make it cold. I would say like I turn the nozzle Mm -hmm. to cold, but not freezing i'm yeah, going yeah, to yeah. die cold yeah 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 and i sit there for about a minute and then i turn it off and one okay. it gets me out of the shower yeah you don't just like sit there and with the heat. i yeah. feel amazing yeah you know what it's so weird i have actually been having that exact same thought lately have you 
It is. I have because I've been getting out of the shower and I take scolding hot showers. I love a good hot shower. So once I get out of the shower, I'm and I put my clothes back on and maybe I'll go and relax. And I'm like so hot and uncomfortable because I'm also starting to run yes. more hot as I'm pregnant. Like I'm noticing I'm sweating more. I'm just like I'm running hotter. Um. So anyway, I've been having the thought I haven't acted on it yet. So take, you know, this doesn't really matter. But um, I have been thinking that at the end, I want to turn it to cooler. So that way, when I get out of the shower, I'm not like so uncomfortably hot. Yeah. And I would like not say I'm like the poster child for like health and cold plunging at the moment. But I'm saying I'm working on getting there. I love it. Okay, Cal. Next on your list was closet clean out. Yep. Closet clean out. So if you followed me on Instagram, I recently added put my closet into our basement because we're desperate for square feet in this house. So we moved my closet to the basement. And when I did that, I used to have to rotate my clothes. So like I put winter clothes in a bin and then have yeah. summer clothes. But now that I had this like closet that Tyler built me, we're like, throw it all up there. Yeah. So I realized I have so many clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not wearing them. Like, I don't like them, but I have like weird attachments to things or yeah. I spent money on that. Or, well, what if I get invited to this theme of a party? Yeah. Or what if I have to go to a funeral in March? Yeah. Like, that's the dress I'd wear. Is it? Yeah. Or what if those jeans fit me again? Will they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had a lot of like that kind of issue. Yeah. I totally I totally feel that I totally feel that with like the themed stuff too because I'm like well if I have to go to a luau this will be the perfect dress it's like if you have to go to a luau get your go to go to Goodwill and find a Hawaiian shirt or like buy yourself something new yeah and like if those like, jeans don't keep that in your closet yeah, for if that I fit one back into occasion. my college jeans mm, hey Cal good job go buy some new jeans yeah the your college hey Cal your college jeans aren't in style anymore literally get rid of them <laughs> so anyway my friend Ashley came over and she's been telling me she would do this for me which the thing about Ashley and I is we have a very different style like so half the things she wears I hate half the things I wear she hates like or yeah we just have like a very like we almost have like a like a you and I relationship where it's like I don't even know how we got so comfortable with each other she did it first it was like the third time we met and she would like be so honest with me and I was mm-hmm. like wow thank you yeah well, and I will say I'm like staring at this mountain of clothes that they are have decided to donate. And I'm like, oh, Kel, I know that dress. I've seen a really gorgeous photo of you in that dress. How can you be getting rid of that dress? And so like I almost have an emotional attachment to some of your clothes as well. So I think having a third party who truly has no emotion and also good fashion sense, that was like, a, that's the hack right there. Yeah. So and so we, we went through my closet. I would say we got rid of 30 percent of my clothes. That's amazing. Which like felt like a lot. And there were things that I was like, no, like I worn that one time. I just got that. Like, I love that. But Ashley made some good points. And a lot of it came down to like fit and when yeah, I'm going to wear it yeah. and like duplicates. Like, it's like, yeah, I know what dress you're talking about, Liz, but like I have two other dresses that I like more where it's yeah, like yeah, if yeah. there was an occasion to wear a dress like that, I'd rather wear one of the, the other, other two, two ones. Mm-hmm. So and what I do with clothes is I have six sisters if you count sisters and sister-in-laws so i give them first picks and then i either offer it to friends or i'm going to take it to a local resale shop perfect okay and then finally resetting for spring so a little early but i just Mm -hmm. think it's like let's get the wheels turning okay and it's just the idea which like i think we could take the two directions because you recently told me about how you followed this instagram account that like reset their house for spring Mm -hmm. which like transforming the place yeah basically you want to tell them yeah, so it was like so inspiring because she um it was just this one corner of her house. It was like a little sitting area and she took out her dark curtains, replaced them with light curtains and swapped her like 
fabric-y ottoman for like a coffee table like granted that's like a bit out there but like i'm sure she just like it seemed like she just had all this stuff like in her basement and she just comes up and like yeah. swaps stuff out so opposed to just like swapping out decoration she swapped out curtains and, and in this instance a coffee table yeah. but like think about like a rug like you could swap or pillows like yeah. textiles and you can really transform the room because like i don't like clutter so like i agree i don't want like to have tchotchkes that are like my uh-huh. spring tchotchkes my winter tchotchkes uh-huh. but even like new bedding so like i just got yeah um a new like bedding set like a spring bed love that which like it was i mean it was a couple hundred bucks which like i needed like the linens anyway because like i can't live my life with one set of linens like mm-hmm. it's just not working no. in, in how often fred poops on my bed mm-hmm. and i was like this will be the new spring one yeah perfect and like just like a little refresh but that's not what what my point was my point was all, all more on functionality and it was just like looking at like how you plan to use your house this is from Naptime Kitchen, obviously, the goat of all yeah. of all time. Uh-huh. But she said it last spring, I think, and it just like it really stuck with me. So it's like, okay, so in the springtime, I know we're gonna be outside more. So if we're outside more, my kids are gonna take more toys outside. So like, what do, what what do I have set in place so I don't have toys cluttered in my yard? Yeah. So maybe it's like an outdoor like toy bin, mm-hmm. or maybe it's like by the back door I'm gonna put the shoe basket instead of by the garage door because they're gonna go out the back door all the time and maybe it's like you know put making sure the rain boots can always go here yeah and just like thinking about or even like swimsuits like one thing I did last year that changed my life is I put everyone's swimsuit in one of those three tiered organizers from Target mm-hmm. and I put it in my mm-hmm. closet yeah so it's like Georgia swimsuits Hattie swimsuits my swimsuits swim diapers so like if we were going to the pool I wasn't going to Hattie's room this is yeah. when they were in separate rooms yeah. but I wasn't going to Hattie's room Georgia's room my room it was like no I went to the swim drawer the, the swim, swim drawer. area yeah, and you packed a bag from and there. I packed a bag from yeah. there so I just think like that's really kind of anticipating how your your house is going to function differently in the different climate and then what you need to set yourself up for success and then same thing with like your car so like i need Mm -hmm. to probably well you know coming up soon like i have long sleeve and long sleeve and long pants and their emergency clothes in my car swapping that out for yeah something more seasonally appropriate in Mm -hmm. the next couple of months so just like resetting your space same thing with like some food like i know this sounds crazy but like i'm not going to be making chilies in april so let i I have things to make chili i need to make another i need to make another chili yeah and just like you know kind of just like every aspect just like refresh for spring like i still had winter candles we got to be burning those right now yeah that's a good one too is the candles and i recently just got some new pillows um throw pillows which i've been it's been on my to-do list forever and i just like haven't done it i like need it i just didn't have throw pillows and i they're very springy they're very fun and my living room is so such just like an oasis and like i'm actually so excited because I see like in winter, then I'll swap those out for like a plaid pillow. And it's like a little way to make a room feel a little bit different while doing the least. Well, you know what I'm going to say? What? Just wait till you have kids. Then you won't want to do that. And then they have their toys everywhere. But I just like to have like, sp- oh, sorry, my laptop said hi. I should have like spring toys and like a winter toys. You know, okay. it's like unicorns are spring and like dinosaurs are winter. Okay, whatever. If you say so. That's my dump. Do you have anything on your freeway? Yeah, I have a couple of things. Um, number one, uh, actually, I think it's more like called Real Talk with Liz because they're just Instagram reels that I found. There's this like controversy going around on the internet that Missouri is not part of the Midwest. Oh my gosh. And I Missouri's saw part this. of the South. And I'm like, people need to look at a map. We are the most Midwest you could be. We're the most, where's mid? Uh oh. We're literally in the middle of the country. To try, which I don't have 
literally not a thing against the South. But hello, we're not the South. No. Um, I just want people to be accurate. I saw this reel and he was like, it was this guy and he was like having a conversation with Missouri. And he had this piece of paper and it said, you all. And he goes, what does this say? And Missouri said, y'all. And he goes, no, it's you guys. And I'm like, I say y'all because of living in Texas. I don't say y'all is not a thing in Missouri. No, we say you guys. Or it was you guys. And maybe it's more St. Louis. I feel like St. Louis is still on the cusp of like uh-huh. Illinois. That like maybe St. Louis should still be considered Midwest. Or they said, how do you say, excuse me? And he said, I would say, excuse me. And then you say, no, ope. That's such a Missouri thing. To Ope say, Ope. is such a Midwestern. Like, Ope, let Ope. me squeeze right by ya. No. I would never say, excuse me. I would say, Ope, let me squeeze right by ya. I'm looking at a map right now, and it's just like, we couldn't be more... We couldn't be more mid. So, like, the fact that there's even a controversy that anyone other than Missouri is in the Midwest is uh. disgusting to me. So, anyway, I just wanted to say my piece there. Um, other Instagram reels I've been coming across, a lot of motherhood, a lot of newborn, a lot of it is very overwhelming. But there have been some things that like stick with me or I'm like, I could see myself doing that or that looks easy enough um, to do. And so there's what? two things. They're so random, but they both have to do with breast milk and ways to use your breast milk oh, outside yeah. of just feeding your baby. You are really on the reels, aren't you? I'm it's all. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot going on. My <laughs> husband's not like I don't have anyone to talk to. <laughs> um, so one way is uh, breast milk baths. Mm-hmm. You didn't know about this? N- how would I have known about this? I don't know. So taking breast milk, putting put it in the bath water, and then like your baby soaks yeah. in the breast milk. And then another one I saw was this girl took like um, kind of like, you know, those popsicle molds. She put that in her breast milk. But I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. She, she uses ice, an ice, ice roller, roller on her face. I've seen that. And I'm like, I want to do that so bad. You, you would do the breast milk ice roller thing? 100%. It's all na- like well, babe, I can get you started. No, I don't want to use yours. I want to use mine. Pl- Kel, <laughs> when Kelly gives me clothes, I have to wash them. If she gives me washed clothes from her closet that she has worn before, I have to wash them so- before I can wear oh, please them. Please sound off somewhere. Please come, someone come find me and tell me my sister's being moronic because I think that's <laughs> so rude. She's like, I can't stand your scent. I don't like your smell. Do you think my you don't like the smell of my house? No, your house smells fine. I don't like your musk. I don't like your pheromones. Isn't it so rude. I'm like, sorry. I will bring her a wa- like if I borrow some of her, I will bring it to her washed, laundered, and I'm a I'm good at laundry. I wash it. So anyway, if you so my point being that's that's my the thought that, of my breast milk gags you is the that's point. my cross the bear. So like yeah, no, I don't want to put your breast milk on my face. Out of all of our sisters, if you had to wear someone's unwashed clothes, who would it be? Like who uh, would give you the least amount of back? Probably it, Grayson. Then. Well, Sydney's Sydney kind of runs sweaty because I think she's always sweaty from rowing. So then, probably mom. Mom wasn't even an option, <laughs> I but I, no, I, just, I can't. Just... I can't touch you and Sydney. Um, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I don't do it. <laughs> so anyway, you're kind of red. That's my feral freeway. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Kel, are you ready for our test drive? 
I'm taste drive first of taste all. Taste drive. I'm super super excited. I've actually really been into all things water lately. Okay. Because one thing about nursing is it makes you so incredibly thirsty. It does it? So I've been doing like the hint water because mm-hmm. I'm like I can't drink plain water anymore. Like I just you're over it. Well, I mean I do it for so long and then like I'm craving something yeah, else. Yeah, but yeah. like I can't express to you like drinking like a soda or a coffee like I can taste the dehydration as soon as I drink it because yeah. my body needs water that bad. So I've been into. I've been into the liquid IVs. Okay, so but I haven't tried these, obviously. Okay, so what we are taste driving is the liquid IV mocktail pack. So they sent us their um, two mocktails, which is the cucumber mojito and the smoky mezcal paloma. And I made these and then I dumped them into a cocktail glass because I feel like that's the only way to I thought it was an extra, do I thought it was an extra step. And Cal, you know what? I smelled the aroma of this uh, smoky mezcal paloma. And I knew that just like a plain water cup was going to do us a disservice. Okay, so I'm like so excited. I, I don't am, like mezcal. I love I love like a mezcal Paloma. Like, oh, I love it. Like, I am so, so excited. And it smells so good. And to note, like, we're this we're, we're not. There's no frills. There's no fresh grapefruit juice. There's no accoutrement. No, this is, this is nothing. water, ice, liquid IV. I did put it in. It's not even a cocktail glass. It's a stemless wine glass. Okay, let's start. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want to start with? Um... We can start with the cucumber. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say that too. Okay. Kelly, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> Where was this my literal whole pregnancy? This is why I've got four months left and I am drinking these. It tastes just like a mojito. It tastes. But it's hydrating. So could I put alcohol in here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like for I sure. just like, and then does it cancel out the effects? Because it's like hydrating. I don't know if it cancels it out. Let or me not. see the package. Like, okay. so this you're telling me I'm getting hyd- like extra yes. hydrated, non-alcohol electrolyte drink mix. It's literally you liquid guys, IV. Here's the thing: is that they're also colorless, just like the liquid IVs are. I thought maybe one of them they might have like a color or something in them. It's colorless. It's absolutely unreal. It's unreal. I. Liquid IV, wake up and sponsor the podcast. So Liquid IV, wake up. It is so good. Okay. Cucumber mojito, 10 out of 10 for me. Uh, uh, 12 out of 10. I've never been... I didn't even know I liked cucumber mojitos until this. Okay, so let's try the smoky mezcal paloma this one's gonna either be really good or really bad because a cucumber like i know it's kind of easier to create but this is like it smells like it smells smoky like mezcal haven't tried it yet and this is such an interesting one for them to go with yeah because they could have just gone with a paloma Agreed. and they could have done Agreed. like but it's grapefruit elizabeth i'm not even gonna try, hey, i don't even want to look at your face give i don't okay, okay, hear, okay. I want okay. my gonna, own reaction we're gonna try the smoky mezcal paloma now this might be the best day of my life so good. Okay, give it back. I'm drinking that for the rest of the episode. I mean, I'm still not a big mezcal person, but I would drink that. That tastes it's like a cocktail. to drink. Oh my gosh. And it tastes like a cocktail. And it doesn't, it honestly doesn't taste like water though. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's more elevated. So like when we'll go to mom and dad's house and like, They'll, my dad loves making craft cocktails. So like they'll be making cocktails and like, I'm like, okay, do you have a LaCroix I can drink? And it just, it even if I pour it into a glass, put some garnishes on it, it still just like doesn't no, give me sucks. that effect. Um, this, especially if we zhuzhed it up a little bit, I mean, without even zhuzhing it, this is giving me cocktail. And we're hydrating while we're doing it. This is delightful. Do they have other uh, No, I think these flavors? are their only mocktail ones. Liquid IV. 10 out of 10 
Um, keep doing what you're doing. I don't think I've ever been so impressed by a, I, I was expecting this to be garbage. Yeah, my expectations were pretty. Mom low. is gonna freak. Mom's gonna freak out. She's gonna love this. Mom and dad love a mezcal. Oh my gosh, I'm so inspired. I cannot believe that I'm drinking this, and I'm. This is guys as someone who's like really kind of missed drinking the last five months this is like but such good news for and me. how productive look at you you you're hydrating that means your skin's glowing that means things are getting flushed out that means like it's just it's so productive like, i want to go i wish i would have put like tahine on this rim like oh, I, Elizabeth. Have, I have so many ideas okay uh liquid iv mocktail if you are pregnant if you are trying to cut back on the drinking if you just like want a mocktail this is the way to go for sure and again it was just water ice and liquid iv i know i can't even imagine what a, what a f- squeeze of fresh lime juice would do for this <laughs> me oh my gosh <laughs> give me a, a cocktail shaker this is such a good day for us okay let's move on okay cal it is time for our advice segment we've been getting a lot of advice lately so i just like want to run through a couple just so we can sort of get some get some done and answered. Okay. Um, this is from, make sure she said, don't say my name. Okay, this is from Danielle. She says, my question is, would you be offended if you had guests come to your house and they asked you to put your dogs away? We recently ran into this issue. We have two girls, one and three, and we were going to a friend's house that has two pit bulls and we asked if they would put their dogs away while while we were there and they seemed kind of offended and resistant my husband is a firefighter and has just been on one too many dog bite calls we do not have a dog so our kids aren't around dogs often what do you ladies think no i don't think it's rude at all i don't think it's rude at all i I don't think it's rude either and i also think like if you felt like awkward like i don't know if this is just me but like the way i blame my kids for everything just be like oh sorry my daughter's really scared of dogs yeah and don't make it like their dog specific (laughs) i also think I people who have like pit bulls because pit bulls do have a really bad reputation. Yeah. I think people who have really good and kind pit bulls always feel like they have to justify themselves um, and say like, no, my dog is so sweet. My dog wouldn't hurt a fly. That doesn't necessarily matter. But I think that people who have pit bulls. No, I agree. have that. I, I they deal with and, a lot of and like rightfully, hate. And rightfully yeah. so. But I think that like, cause yeah, I agree. They do get a lot of hate and like there's so many nice pit bulls out there also. Yeah. But it is just but regardless of the type of dog, if you don't feel comfortable with your kids, I think like, obviously the children well, take like, precedent over the dogs. And I don't even think like, like when I go over to your house, Tex, your dog is so annoying and I don't think he's going to bite my kids, but I think he's going to knock Hattie down the stairs. Um, First of all, rude for you to say that my dog is so annoying. Rude for you to say I smell. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> If the moment the kids are coming over, people are going to think I smell. I don't smell. Yeah, I just don't like your smell. People are going to like not want to come say hi to me because they think I smell. <laughs> well, they can be the judge of that. <laughs> um, no, it's just me, Kel. Okay. Um, you don't smell. Keep going. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, if your kids are coming over, I know that Tex has a tendency to get really excited. So I will put him outside and like he's a dog. Dogs could go outside and mm-hmm. it's fine. So, no, I don't think that's rude at all. OK, Cal, I'm going to do just two more advice. If that's okay yeah, with why you. not? I'm okay. having fun. Did so, you tell people how to get their advice answered? No, but if you want to get some advice answered, you can write into hello at the car dot com. OK, so. This is kind of a long email, so I'm going to try and, like, summarize her story. Um, 
I also really should read these in case they don't want me to say the names. I'm not going to say it because this feels like maybe she doesn't want it to be said. Okay, so long story short, she got an invitation for a wedding from a friend from college who she doesn't really see very regularly. They haven't been close in seven plus years. This is a wedding invitation? Wedding invitation okay. for a male friend. Oh, so he's friends with her larger group of girlfriends um, and all her girlfriends are going to the wedding and she presumes she'll see him at other events in the future. Um, they have kind of a complicated past. He liked her throughout college, but she always thought they were better off as friends and they never moved forward with anything more. She moved across the country with her husband of now seven years and that friendship with the male friend kind of fizzled out. Um, she worked at demanding jobs. She became a mom. Our friendship just naturally didn't move forward. yada 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 okay we get that so anyway she said all of this to say i was so surprised to receive an email with an invite to his wedding although i think it was nice i was invited i know i would feel very out of place it's also worth noting that i'm a mom of multiple young children it's really hard for me to find childcare for something like this i politely declined and made sure to write a nice note on the email invite thanking them for being invited and wishing them well so i have two questions number one am i right in declining the invitation and number two am i obligated to buy them something off their registry since i was invited if so how much do i spend oh no first of all i totally would not have gone this way 100 percent, you were 100 percent right in declining For, Sister, it could have been up the street and you could have no kids and i'd still be like yeah i wouldn't go either. yeah i mean i you are 100 percent right D- despite your entire past it could be someone that you don't have like as complicated of a past with as just your friend if you're a mom of like kids and it's like gonna be difficult for you to like you has to be a very very good friend for you to like go through the hoops to mm-hmm. make it happen so 100 mm-hmm. percent okay totally understandable you're good in, in declining what do you think about if she should buy a gift and how much she should spend i don't think she has to buy a gift and so i think she has to spend zero okay. do you think she has to buy a gift um i like to send a gift for weddings that i don't attend traditionally no i i i agree yeah maybe you're right because i agree if i can't make it but i would i've I would if I couldn't make it to a wedding that I expected to get invited to. Yeah, like that's true. If I couldn't make a wedding, but like I expected to get invited, like obviously I'm gonna send my friends, people I care about my life, yeah, a gift. But like to get a rando invite from someone I haven't talked to in years, no, I wouldn't send. And I and as we all know, like who's in charge of the registry? The wife. If she doesn't know the the wife at all or the woman at all, right? I'm like, if you never met the other person, because he did, he's not making. He's probably not mm-hmm. making the registry. He's probably. So I would say I'm shocked she got invited. I want to know talk more about that. Like, what was his thought process? I in my the way that I would have pictured this is because she said like her larger group of girlfriends were invited. I think he might have gotten started going down this rabbit hole where it's like if you invite someone's yeah these people, you have to invite mm-hmm. all of the people. That would be my um, thought process. Um, it is like then so hard. To, oh, sorry, Fred, to decide like how much to spend because it's like. That's the thing about your registry is they know how much you spend because mm-hmm. like, it's on the registry. So if they- I'm going to a wedding, I like to pay for my and my partner's date or plate. I was going to say 50 bucks. If you attend a wedding? <laughs> no, if you don't. If you're, oh, for, oh, for, oh, for this situation. Oh, the, for this situation, I would say 50 max. I would not do. I don't think you'd spend more than 50 at all. At this point, it's just a very nice gesture for you to do that. But also if it's you like one of those to. things, it's like, are you ever going to talk to this person? This, yeah. this, this will be the last interaction. So it's the last interaction you sending him the $50 gift. I wouldn't send it a gift. Okay, fair. Maybe I'm horrible. Am I horrible? No, I don't think you're horrible. I also, I also think like you have to do like what's right for you. Like if like don't break Maybe your like, don't break your monthly spending on like this gift. I have a new idea. Okay. Maybe like go on the registry like the week before the wedding and like see 
making sure like things have been bought. Like if there's literally everything left, maybe send a gift. Mm-hmm. But like if things are bought, like they're really fine. Yeah. Like they don't need a serving tray. You know what I mean? Or what I do is, or what you could do is like find the one like pretty serving tray that's like $35 or whatever. And then that's okay. Yeah. But you can't just like just send like a spatula. No, no, no. no. So like at that point, don't send anything. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, that's what, that's what I think. Okay. okay, Gal. And we have one more question. This is a car related question. Ooh, so I better be listening. Yes, you better indeed. Okay. So this comes from... Courtney. So Courtney says, Hey, Kelly and Liz, avid listener here. Since I talk about you guys all the time and we're car shopping in 2023, when we move back to the States, my husband wanted me to ask two questions. Number one. Wait, where do they live now? uh, Send love and five star reviews from Japan. Oh. All right. Okay. Can you go into detail about car auctions? His hometown dealer, who has been very reliable for his family, always buys cars at auction. But I thought you said to be wary. And number two, is CarMax a reliable company? And is there a catch? Good questions. Um, first, let's let's tackle car auctions. Car auctions are reliable. Um, I think they get kind of a weird rap because they're like, why did the car go to auction? And we honestly don't know the answer to that question. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot. And and I think it just depends on the type of vehicle you're looking for. Like to me, I would be wary of buying a very high mileage old car that was sold at auction. Because to me, that's like, those are the cars that like SunTrup, like our family's dealerships doesn't keep. So like mm-hmm. it has 200,000 miles on it. Our mechanics look at it. They're like, this isn't worth it. Send it to auction. Then those get bought up by a lot of like small mom and pop dealerships. Okay. And like those give me anxiety because to me, like it, 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 to me, if you're going super high, if you want to look super, if you're super on a budget, you're looking super high mileage, super old. I would hit Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist Mm. and like try to buy from an individual who has a car like that versus like buying from the mom and pop store that bought that car. That that that, that's my recommendation. Okay. Um. So yes, they they are reliable. Cars get sent to auctions for all sorts of different reasons. Um. Manufacturers will send lease turn-ins there. So like if they if lease turn-ins get in and the dealership doesn't think they can retail the car for whatever reason, the manufacturer sends it to auction. Um. If like you know, a rear wheel drive car gets traded in in Colorado and they're like, no, we don't do well with rear wheel drive cars. They would send it to auction. Yeah. So there's all sorts of reasons that vehicles would go to auction. Um, not sketchy would have no qualms about it. And you'll probably see like if you could go to the, you know, you could go to a BMW dealership and be looking at a used car and on the Carfax it may say vehicle was sold at auction. Doesn't stress me yeah. out in the slightest. Okay. Just do do all the other diligences that like we teach over here at the Carmen. Like, you know, consider getting a third party inspection. Make sure you yeah. do a thorough <laughs> test drive. Make sure you ask what the RO was. Like, you know, and we cover a lot of this and like not yeah. to plug our course, but like we I cover a lot of that kind of stuff in our courses too. Um, we'll plug our course, Cal. Today's today's podcast has been brought to you by the Official.com, where you can buy our car buying course. We should really like write like write copy for our own yeah. nads. Um, but I'm pretty sure, I mean, it should be sponsored by Liquid IV by the amount of praise we will be giving. <laughs> I, know. We, I know that we gave. Yeah. Um, and then next, the question was CarMax. CarMax is like actually like not sketchy, not a catch. I'm fine with CarMax. Well, let me back up. I'm good with CarMax. I'm CarMax and Carvana, they're not even in the same camp. I would The way I would literally never buy a car from Carvana and would be, would like not allow any of you to do it if I had my way like Carvana no CarMax sure if they have the car you're looking for I feel better about it why is that um just the way that they run their businesses like Carvana one we're all buying these cars sight unseen K-Sketch 
like yeah. sketch mm-hmm. um and they just can't get people their title paperwork and this yeah. is kind of interesting let's talk about this because carvana like they've been in the headlines recently and if anyone sees these headlines if anyone's husband tries to approach them with these headlines you you tell them this they're starting to liquidate their inventory because they literally are going bankrupt mm-hmm. so everyone's like oh would you buy a car since they're liquidating no yeah but they already cannot get customers their titles they couldn't get customers their titles when they were booming yeah so you're gonna buy it one of a business that's about to go out you think then they're then who are you gonna call the okay. business is gonna go out then they're not gonna still have your title stupid question you buy a car from them they don't give you your title what does that mean you can't register the car you can't okay. sell the car it's like super sketchy okay. like it's super super sketchy so carvana no carmax yeah i mean if they have the vehicle that you like i would consider it the only thing that i don't like about carmax when it, it, it all depends on like what kind of car you're buying but CarMax, I feel like, kind of specializes in like those off-leased vehicles, like let's say two to three to four-year-old cars. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the times you're better off trying to buy those from the dealership of the corresponding brand and trying to get a certified one. So certified pre-owned vehicles are found at like any brand has their own certified pre-owned program. And it's just like a really good used car. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a used car that came in that the dealership put through a rigorous inspection that has an extended warranty that sometimes has financing specials on it. But like you can only buy a certified pre-owned uh, Ford at Ford. Yeah. So I just feel like sometimes... And they often come with warranties and as they well. Often, so I just think sometimes even if the CarMax car could be cheaper, like, well, it doesn't have a warranty. It didn't have the, quite the reconditioning process that some other ones would have. Mm-hmm. But overall, if they have the car and you like it, I'm fine with CarMax. Okay. Yeah, I will say on the CPO front, it's like... Um, for a certified pre-owned, call it Nissan, they have to go through a 180-point inspection in order to be considered CPO, whereas like a regular used car to be sold on their lot maybe has to go through like a 30-point inspection. Oh I could I Not could, not you knowing the numbers, Elizabeth. Well, this is what I did prior to working for the car mom. I did, I did have a job. It seems like forever ago. <sighs> Truly another world. Okay. And with that, I think that's like the perfect segue into our industry news. So true, Bestie. Okay, so our first story is brought to you by Car and Driver. Ford Motor Company, Repo. Ford patents a system for self-repossessing vehicles. <gasps> One day, Tea. that new Ford in your driveway could drive itself if you don't pay. Oh, my gosh. Ford That's is filed, scary. Ford has filed a patent with the USPTO for systems and methods that aid in vehicle repossession. One of the systems described is a, in the patent enables an autonomous vehicle to repossess itself. Other methods suggest limiting vehicle functions, AC, power windows, power seats, and even locking delinquent owners out of their vehicles. Wow. I think I feel all sorts of ways about this. Yeah. To me, it's overreach. I agree. It's too much. It's overreach. And I just think like the liability behind it. Like, should you pay your car payment? Yeah. I think we can all yeah. say that. But also like think about Okay, someone doesn't pay their car payment and their kids are in the back of the car. Yeah, right. And like the ace and like the door lock. I mean, it's just like, yeah, to me, you just can't. And I don't know why it's that big of a deal, because like all these cars have like, I'm pretty sure. Like a lot of them, they have GPS tracking, which mm-hmm. like Volkswagen was in the news. Have you heard about this? Well, so it's like you have everyone's address when they buy. I don't Did know you hear about the Volkswagen thing? No, I don't really want to talk about it because it's kind of triggering. I'm going to put a trigger warning, trigger warning, kidnapping, but it turned out okay. Um, a volt. So a mom was in the parking lot. She was six months pregnant, had a had her two year old in the car. Someone stole her car. I think <clears> ran her over in the process. Oh She's gosh. fine. Volkswagen. They called Volkswagen. Her, her, so her two year old was in the car. Yeah, right. They called Volkswagen and they wouldn't track her car because she didn't pay for like the the uh, 
the service yeah, to get it tracked. What the heck? And they like wouldn't do it until it was paid. Yeah, that's messed and up. And so like people, I've like seen like Volkswagen be like, no, we didn't mean to. It was blah, 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 whatever. I didn't really, it, it was honestly a little too triggering of a story for me to like read, but they found the kid and it was okay. But anyway, all that to say is Ford, you can also track a Ford. So like, just go get it. Like if it mm-hmm. needs to be repossessed, you guys know where it is. Like I yeah. feel like we don't need it to drive away. Yeah. I like GM's energy of like trying to clean the vehicles. And I think Ford should spend more time there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems a little much. Anyway. That's so scary about Volkswagen. Isn't it? Okay, let me go to my next story. I have like a lot of stories today. Actually, three. Okay. I thought this was just like some good numbers because, you know, I like to know where the numbers are. I want to know who's doing well in 2023 and who's not. So this is from Automotive News. It says the the headline says Ford, Hyundai, Kia, Subaru sales advance, Toyota and Honda slip. Ruh-ro. U.S. light vehicle sales rose 9.5% to 1.14 million last month. So here I have the numbers. So let me tell you the numbers, some of them. So this is comparing February 23 to February 22. So it's like how many cars were sold a year apart from, mm-hmm. each, from, so from each of the manufacturers, well, from seven of the manufacturers. So Ford and Lincoln, they're combined. They had an increase of 22%. So like last February, they were up 22% from last mm-hmm. February. That's kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was really all Ford. Ford was up about 30,000 wow. vehicles. Yep. Um, Honda was down 1.4%. Honda Acura down 1.4%. Hate to see it. Uh, Hyundai Kia. They were up. Well, wasn't Honda one of the manufacturers that was having like a really hard time getting their cars out? Yeah, but like it's a year later and like nothing's changed. Yeah. So it's just like, you Maybe know. Maybe it just all like, you know, water, water drop effect. I'm not going to give them. I think it's because they don't have. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be right because like they also like had the pilot come out and like they haven't had a lot of pilots. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, maybe. Uh, Hyundai Kia was up 16.2% year over year. Mazda was up 8.8%. Subaru was up 2.1%. Toyota was down 3.6%. So... That's where we're at. Mm, okay. Good to know. So go for, I mean, Ford was up 22%. They're the winners. And I think they said, I read the article. You know what a lot of it is? I'm telling you, it's the freaking Mach-E. People, the Mach-E and the Ford Lightning. People are <clears throat> dying over these electric Fords, which like I did not see Ford to. No, Ford, Ford was not going to be the electric winner for me. I mean, mm-hmm. but I really, when we've seen them, like I was, I've been the most impressed with the lightning. Like I loved, loved, no, loved love that car. Love the lightning. But the Mach-E still surprises me. But like it was the second yeah. most electric vehicle sold behind the Tesla, I think. Yeah, that's pretty Tesla's wild. Brands. That's pretty wild. I think making it, I think what they did a good job of is it's like they took their Mustang name and made it an EV instead of like trying to do like a whole new rebrand thing. Yeah. Like same thing with like the F-150. So like even though the Mustang Mach-E, there's not a gas version of it, it's still like had the Mustang mm-hmm. brand. brand mm-hmm. It has the Mustang name. Mm-hmm. And then like the Ford F-150 Lightning. And then you look at like, you know, with K- Kia and Hyundai and they came out with the Ionic 5 and the EV6 and it's like well should you have just made like an electric Sorento and would that have yeah. been better or like is it better to like come out with a new car Ford Ford's names Ford is like one of the few manufacturers who it's like they have the Mustang like awesome F-150 cool Bronco like they have such these just like Huge trademark lineup. names where it's like I'm never gonna buy like a t-shirt from Abercrombie that says like Sorento 
no literally <laughs> never but like i buy the bronco one uh, yeah i know because it's they just like i don't know how they do it but and i just would buy one and i would even go as far as to say like i have a ford shirt that i love buy one that just said ford i would never wear a shirt that says hyundai i mean i would but you would because you're the car mom but like i wouldn't buy i would not buy no. a shirt that and i'm says, like trying to <laughs> i would i would wear volkswagen i'd wear I'm... volkswagen i would ford i wouldn't wear honda okay who else wouldn't you wear I think people would wear Honda. Honda kind of has like a weird. No. They, no, they have like some race cars. People want to wear Honda. Um, would you wear Subaru? Absolutely not. Would you wear Toyota? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe because Toyota has some like some rugged. Okay, rugged so vibes. to you it has to have like a rugged vibe. Yeah. But why Volkswagen? Because Volkswagen has, has a very bus. cutesy brand. They have the bus. They have the bug. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Would you wear like a Lexus shirt? No. Would you wear a Range Rover shirt? <sighs> No, that seems pretentious. Would you wear a Tesla shirt? Absolutely not. This is so interesting for me. I can't figure it out. I, I can't figure. I can't figure <laughs> you out. What's my? What's my? I'd wear a BMW. Something. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth, you are all over the place. But because our family has a BMW dealership, that's probably why. But I wouldn't wear a Hyundai. We have a Hyundai dealership. I don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> would it be caught dead in a Volvo shirt? <laughs> you wouldn't wear a Volvo shirt. I don't know. I'm just. Would that you was the wear... first brand that came to my head? Okay. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Okay, so my last story is, you know, sometimes I just like to know what other people are saying. And car, this is also from Car and Driver. Well, they have two stories today. Good for them. The best full-size SUVs for 2023. If you've got multiple passengers to move and heavy toys to haul, these are your best options. Um, So I'm like, who are you to come out with a list? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's by Nicholas Wallace. Don't know much about him or his credentials. But he rated seven of the full-size suv and the way they give so little to just say why it's seven and this this makes me just think i should just, this i know i say this a lot but it's like well maybe i should come out with a list because I know. he literally just said they and, and honestly the list shocks me number seven as in the worst uh, the, and sorry what's the what's the title of this full-size suv okay do you want to guess wait it's the best what is the title of the thing the best and this is so this is the worst of the best yeah full-size suv yeah is it luxury or not none i'm gonna say the sequoia how did you know oh and i was right i never i never get these things right yeah so they said the sequoia um and then he was like unfortunately the new sequoia is more compelling on paper than in practice with a cramped third row and maximum epa combined fuel economy of 22 the new sequoia is neither a great fuel mover nor a notable fuel miser Mm. Okay, maybe people are really pressed about the uh, trunk space of the of the sequoia i noticed on our youtube video and it's not even with the third row up with the third row down it doesn't lay flat and people are really upset about no, that and i actually i kind of feel, feel like i was a little harsh on nicholas i'm gonna you'll see why i disagree with him like okay, okay. i wouldn't have put it number seven i would have instead put the nissan armada at number seven oh, which he yeah, put at yeah, number yeah. six okay yeah but i forgot about the armada he said that there's yeah okay so sequoia being seven i think that's a little harsh i would have probably put the armada at number seven and then the sequoia but then he goes and adds the ford expedition on number five yeah so now you're offended so now now he's having fighting words um and a lot of it seems to do like with the like the how it's not as fuel efficient as some of the other cars which i don't really know if i agree with but whatever maybe he did the testing i feel like they all kind of all are all the same on fuel economy mm-hmm. like you're splitting hairs it's like yeah. you get 21 you get 22 yeah. it's like they all suck yeah at the end of the day um but that he doesn't really give much more so he says the ford expedition wants to 
wants to dethrone GM from its title of the king of the SUVs and needs to up its game. The Fords are certainly big and drive like it. According to EPA, the full-size Ford Twin Turbo um, was not very fuel efficient. It's all about fuel economy. Expedition, Expedition offers just two rows of seating. Uh, well, duh. What? What? Unlike others in its class, the entry-level Expedition offers just two rows of seating. Oh. I, I don't think that's true. What is he saying? He's saying that the Expedition comes in a two-row. I No, it doesn't. <laughs> I have No, it doesn't. And if it... No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm Googling it. Okay, we did look it up. It's... It's the Expedition XL STX. Okay, this is going to sound crazy. I've heard this about Ford, and I'm not saying this, so I don't know. But I have heard that Ford get, does get confusing because they have some vehicles that are only can only be sold as fleet vehicles or be sold to like police officers. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, also, that, that that's not fair comparison because that car is not out there. I've never seen literally find if anyone has one or knows of someone who has one. Hit me up. Okay, you're very passionate about this. You're a little fired up. Okay, then he gives it to the Jeep Grand Jeep Wagoneer number four. Okay. Okay, whatever. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. But then he's like, regardless of how it performs, the Wagoneer is a classic American. It's unapologetically big and cushy. Okay, whatever. Number three, the Suburban. Number two, the Yukon. And number one, the Tahoe. Mm. Here's what he says about the Tahoe. Unless you need extra space at the Suburban, the smaller Chevy Tahoe is likely a better full-size bow-tie badge SUV for you. Size is relative in this segment, though the three-row Tahoe is still plenty big. Like the Suburban, the Tahoe is available with multiple powertrains and combines truck-like ability with surprisingly docile driving manners. No mention of the fact that it has no middle head restraint. Mm. No mention of the fact of its abysmal reliability scores. Mm. No mention of the lack of car seat tilt. No mention of the lack of lower anchors in the third row. Just things. But you know what? This is li- this list is not just for family. No, other people need full. So anyway, size head, I guess I was. I guess I got a little hot, and then I've kind of chilled. And you know what, Nicholas, if you're listening, I'm not upset. Okay, I'm happy you cleared the air. And that's industry news. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's just move right on to Ditch the drive through I'm bringing the ditch Ooh. today. So Ditch the drive through is where we give you an easy recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. Wait, and to- can I say something? Huh? You know who's really helped me ditch the drive through in a big way? Who? Fredicini. Why? Because he screams every time I stop. Oh, yeah, so you can't go through a drive through So, like, we've been driving around a little bit. Like, he's had a lot of appointments for, like, his mm-hmm. tongue tie and stuff, which, by the way, he's doing great. And there was like a long line at Starbucks and I was like, can't do it. Yeah. And didn't do it. For a guy who was all about the Culver's drive through while he yeah, was like in the belly, literally. he like does not want to be bothered. Couldn't with be it. bothered. Anyway. Okay. So my dish the drive through recipe comes from fully inspired, but I took some creative liberties from the Trader Joe's five items or less Instagram page. Get her on the podcast. We have we, to get her on I the know. podcast. One of my favorite um, things to do is to sit in the Trader Joe's parking lot and look through her Instagram because she is an Instagram that is providing such a service to my life. So much value. She's it's so valuable. It is so valuable. So I'm like, I don't know what to make for dinner. I'll just scroll through. She takes beautiful photos. She takes photos of all the what everything looks like at Trader Joe's, which really helps for you to just find it. I know that is so helpful. And then she scroll so you can see 
what five ingredients you need and then you scroll and then she has like a perfectly curated photo of what the meal is supposed to look like so i came across these jicama shrimp tacos jicama is like a it's jicama wrapped Mm -hmm. so uh right off the bat i was like yeah i'm not gonna get the jicama i'm gonna get a tortilla because i don't know what jicama is and i don't feel like trying to know what jicama is no i just don't want i get it so it's kind of like cauliflower but like less bland more bland so like swapped out the jicama wraps for tortillas so i'm just making shrimp tacos now so i got the frozen shrimp the everything but the elote um seasoning um i got uh so she she called for the pineapple salsa but they were out so i got the corn salsa which the corn salsa is fantastic avocado and then i also bought some how do you say that could See, like the Cota, oh, Chata, yeah. Cotiga. I don't know how to say it because I don't know how to spell or pronounce, but I know what anyway, you're about. Anyway, I got this like cheese because for another recipe that I also bought. So um, here's how you make it. And you can find the original recipe on her Instagram. You um, thaw out some frozen shrimp by just running it under cold water for about five minutes. And then in a bowl, you mix the shrimp with some olive oil pretty hot like about a tablespoon of olive oil and just like a bunch of the elote seasoning and that's all the seasoning you need for the shrimp it was any frozen shrimp though it, no, it, she posted a she specific posted one, one and that's you don't have to get the trader joe's one necessarily oh no no okay, okay. um and then in a pan you kind of heat get the pan heated up a little bit and then two to three minutes on each side for the shrimp until they are cooked and ready to go um assemble your taco with your cooked shrimp your salsa whether it be pineapple or this corn i think the point was for it to be kind of like a sweeter salsa so and the corn one is very sweet it's very very good um avocado and then i added some of that cheese on top and it i've had it two days in a row she called me today just, just to tell me about it it is so so good and so so easy to make. Like you can make it fresh. You don't need to um, make a ton and then save them for the next day because no, that's it's nice. so easy to make and assemble that. Like once you have the ingredients, you can just easily make it for lunch two days in a row. Um, and I forgot about shrimp taco. I forgot about shrimp forget, as a protein. You forget about shrimp as a protein. Yeah, yeah. And can I say something else? I've made several of her recipes. The way that I've never not been blown away by them. It's like amazing. She's, she's amazing. I love her. I started following a new food blogger I'd like to share. Okay. My sister-in-law told me about her. Okay. The College Nutritionist. Have you, do you follow her? Uh, no. I don't know why her name is The Call. I also haven't been following her, so like, I don't know her backstory. So I don't know why she's called The College Nutritionist. But she posts so many wonderful, healthy recipes. She's, a, she's actually a weight loss dietitian, I think. But she posts these things called... Hold on, I want to find it. Oh, delicious comfort meals for weight loss. So oh. it's like comfort meals, but like that are a little healthier. Yeah. And I've so inspired by her feed. She's a good follow. And okay. the recipes are, it's kind of like our kind of cooking where it's more like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like half big harvest, but like I can't do all these steps and I certainly can't yeah. do all these ingredients. Like yeah. one of the lunches that this girl just posted, this is genius, Elizabeth. It's just this bowl. And at the bottom of the bowl, she adds tzatziki sauce. And then she just chops vegetables in it oh, and, and adds some rotisserie chicken. Oh. And then just packed this. Yeah. And then that's like your lunch. And then you know what she had for dessert? Huh. A container of chocolate chips. Yeah. Because sister knew she would need some chocolate chips. Yeah. So, but look at all the veggies she got in. Yeah. That's amazing. No, she's like a really fun. She's like a really fun follow. I'm like very much into her. And she has a kid. So sometimes she like posts like baby foods too. Okay. Great to know. Yeah. And with that, Kel, that's going to be our episode. Whoa. And 
episode it was. But hey, if you want to leave a ditch the drive through, you can also write into hello at the caramofficial.com. Share us your ditch the drive throughs. Yeah, tell us what you're loving and enjoying. How are you getting inspired in the kitchen? And what I want you to know is I want you to try to use up some of your chili beans because you're not going to want to do it in the spring. And do you want to look at them all summer? You don't. Probably not. So use something with all of your chili. Make a chili. That's your homework assignment. So thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a review if you feel like it, and follow us on Instagram at the Carpool. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.